Hi, it's Greg and Lucky. And this is our podcast. If you don't catch us from 5 to 9, this is what you missed. Is it just me? Does everything sound a little off? It's probably just me. <laughs> <clears throat> I think we're uh, I think we're on the air. Yeah, I believe we're uh, All right. I, mean, I think we're okay. That's good. Sounds a, a tad echoey in my headphones. Mm. But again, it's probably just my melon. Well, we are uh, back at it again. I was uh, off uh, last week, and uh, what a week, this weather. You finally are getting what you have always suggested was the case. That yes. Summers would drag on further into uh, into the fall, and not only has uh, summer dragged on, I would, I would suggest that September has been much nicer than August was. Sure, because the kids are in school, and you can yeah. enjoy it. Yeah. You don't have the humidity necessarily, but you got the heat. Like yesterday afternoon and uh, Saturday, when I'd pop out and run around town to do stuff, I, I was I was like shocked at how hot it was. Oh yeah, yeah. We went over to my parents' place and uh, and uh, took them lunch and uh, and had it on the back porch uh, of their house in the back deck, and it, it was too hot. Yeah. So like, forget this. Yeah. Where's the air conditioning? We turned off the. <clears throat> Excuse me, we turned off the air and then put it back on. <clears throat> so. I know a lot of people had shut their pools down, like around mm-hmm. Labor Day or so. I'll, I'll, I mean, I'm sure as long as you didn't winterize it, if you just turn the heat off, you mm. probably still use it. Yeah, there's been a couple of times. I'm actually, my youngest uh, asked, he, he said, hey, this weekend, have you shut the pool down yet? Like, it's supposed to be 30. <laughs> I said, no, well, the heat's off, but yeah, we could crank it up again. I never understood people with uh, with pools. Who would not open them till like May two four, and then close them uh, on Labor Day weekend? I can only think that, that you know, if it's for the kids, mm. basically you think that maybe they're they're kind of done with it by midsummer, yeah, or the the shine is worn off, yeah. But you would think, especially after school, if you dunk them in there and then get them to bed, it would be good. Yeah, I uh, we, we started, I guess, uh, opening sometime around Easter and uh, closing at Thanksgiving. So basically, it's open six months of the year and close six months of the year. Mm. Anyhow, uh, yeah, enjoy it. The rest of the week is supposed to be this warm. Your week off went well? Yeah. A uh, few things occurred. We did my dad's celebration of life uh, down in uh, Windsor in uh, in Tecumseh at a, uh, at a bar that he uh, spent... A lot of time at. <laughs> I think most of Tecumseh spends a lot of time at this particular bar. And uh, so that was on Saturday. And one of the things I learned, we had the uh, the celebration between 1 p.m. and 4 p.m. Right. Happy hour. And I, I realized something very quickly. Old people are prompt. <laughs> I mean, I thought, you know, people would kind of mill in here right. and there. There uh-huh. would be kind of a circulation of people. Nope. One o'clock, they were there. Wow. And they were lined up, and most of them stuck around the entire time. Drinking on your tab? Well, what we did was we had it. We called it Bobby's Bar, and we oh. had uh, we had a ticket for everybody, and we okay. had a list of drinks that he enjoyed. And nice. You could have a, a drink uh, off of that list. And if you wanted anything else, you're on your own. <laughs> so a lot of tickets got used. And it, it went really well, and we had family in from uh, from Vancouver. And uh, I don't know if you know this about the Vans, but we like to drink. So <laughs> The thought had occurred. Yeah. So from about Thursday evening till Monday, it seemed like just a big blur of nonstop boozing. But uh, we had a good time, and everybody seemed to enjoy themselves. I never knew the Venn diagram actually started with alcohol consumption. <laughs> and that's where it ends. 
and then I was very proud of myself during my week off because I, I don't know where this idea came from, but I decided I was going to try to make my own version of the homemade Big Mac. Okay. And it turned out spectacular. Wow. Got the middle bun, made my own sauce. Oh, so you didn't go with just a thousand islands. No. Actually, it turns out there's a guy who's got a, a website where he's just got a list of hack recipes. Right. And uh, so I stole it from him. But uh, There's been a few of those that have gone around. And I believe at one point McDonald's actually did put it out there, like what was mm. in it if you wanted to make it yourself. And then they bottled it mm-hmm. uh, to, to sell. But this, uh, his homemade version, and you have to make the sauce like 24 hours out. Very, oh. very particular. Okay. But it's it's mayonnaise, and it's uh, relish, and it's a uh, very diced up onion, and uh, some vinegar, and some sugar, and some salt and pepper. And I think that might be it. But it tasted spot on like mm. mac, mac sauce. Okay. I have photos I can show you. They did you lovely. get sesame seed buns at I all? Did. I all did. I right. did. And I even, uh, what you have to do, because you can't buy that middle bun, so you buy a package of buns, and you take the bottom bun of a couple of them, you squish it down a little bit and make yes. that middle bun. Um, I think next time i got to add a little more uh, lettuce to it and onion, because it is, of course, lettuce, onion, pickle, you know, so, Big Mac, two all beef fatty special sauce, lettuce, cheese, onions, pickles on a sesame seed bun. Yes. And uh, so I had the craft slices and the whole thing. Made the patties very thin. And this is something, and I think Ted Readers told us this. One of the big mistakes when we all make homemade hamburgers is we make our patties too damn thick. Mm-hmm. So you have more meat to bun rate, you know. So uh, literally I took less than a pound of ground beef, took four, so about two ounces each, about the size of a golf ball. Right. Rolled them up, and then you just flatten them and flatten them and flatten them and spread it out. So you really you went with the super thin patty. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yes. I think I would have probably gone with the with the the, the thicker version to make a make a massive. No, that's the mistake. Oh, you want to make an exact replica? Yes. If you All look right. at the Big Mac patty, it's very thin. Right. It's very small. It is only about two to three ounces of meat. Well, Christian enjoys the Big Mac mm-hmm. in our house. And so what we've taken to doing is when we do uh, pizza night mm. and make our own pizzas, he makes a Big Mac pizza. Well, nice. He puts ground beef yeah. on top and then they use, we just use the Thousand Island. But lettuce, mm-hmm. onion, the whole deal. It's fantastic. I, listen. How was that trip to the doctor? Have you gone yet? I did go. How was that? <laughs> Good, actually. Yeah, you're full of BS. <laughs> no, pretty much how you thought it would go. Oh, really? like, yeah, cholesterol's up. The cholesterol's up, up a little bit. You know, he just, no, blood pressure's fine. Yeah. Cholesterol's up a little bit, but you know, not to the point of having to do anything about it other than, yeah, yeah we could clean up the diet. This a little is the bit. start. Yeah. I've had that conversation <laughs> about 10 years ago. The weight I thought was going to be the issue, and he said, no, that's not. So really? Like, yeah. Huh. So I'm enthused, but I got some work to do. Well, yeah, you're at that, you're exactly <clears throat> at the spot I was 10 right. years ago. <laughs> and it's funny because like, as soon as I got home, I was like, boy, I really got to clean things up. Mm. And then like, I think I dove into a Big Mac. Pizza. <laughs> and then Subs. pizza. And, and so far, I was like, it, it pushed, I think it went last Tuesday and it was like, all right, we'll start Wednesday then. <laughs> and, it, and then it started, well, we'll start in October. And I don't know when we're going to end up starting because we're in October and it, it didn't no. change much yesterday. And Thanksgiving's right around the corner. That's true. Okay. After Thanksgiving yeah. then. We're uh, actually having 20 something plus people at our place on the Sunday. We're doing two birds and we're deep frying one of them. Dr. Oh. Downer will not be. Wow. Happy. Yeah. 
Oh, speaking of doctors and stuff, so you said pharmacists can now hand out new things for acne, yeast infections, and what was the other thing? Uh, the, uh, well, there's, there's six in there's total, six. but uh, acne, uh, yeast infections, and uh, parasitic worms. I got all of those. Perfect. So I'm going to go see the pharmacist today. Lucky notice this. Uh, this was yesterday when the uh, Jays clinched or got their uh, spot in the wild card in the playoffs. Yeah, they, well, they clinched technically on Saturday after mm. they lost. And Seattle lost. And then they lost again yesterday. Uh, but after the loss yesterday, they decided to celebrate clinching in the end of the regular season. So just making it into the playoffs. It's not like they... They don't just go out for a beer and a pizza, though. No, oh no, 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 no. And and by clinching, they get the final wild card spot. Barely made it in. Yeah, they, uh, they are the sixth of six teams to make it in in the American League. The twelfth of twelve teams to make it in, and they almost blew it. They really did. Mm. They beat. They end up taking Seattle by one win, and that's the uh, the decider at the end of it all. Uh, and, uh, and no, I, I would absolutely afford them a team dinner, mm. little, uh, closed door party, a yep. couple of drinks and pizza and, and have a, a, a nice afternoon before they get ready for the playoffs, which mm. they've made. But no, 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 no. They do this stupid baseball tradition of taping off all of the lockers in plastic, getting the ski goggles on, and going full champagne blitz as if they've just won the World Series. It, it's it's so ridiculous because why even do it then when you've won the World Series? Like you've, you've blown your load right out of the gate. Right, yeah. Like what are you going to do uh, if you win the World Series? Club <laughs> each other with the bottles? Who the hell knows? I, I mean, it's just... it. And the way that they got in, you know, like the whole idea, and I know you hate everything hockey and all of its traditions <laughs> that go along with it. Uh, let, let me say this. I, I like the sport. Right. I just cannot. I detest everybody around it. Gotcha. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and hockey has its traditions and superstitions. And one of them being is that you don't celebrate until you win it all. Right. right now, that being said, yes, they do celebrate and team dinners and functions after winning playoff series. Mm -hmm. they, you know, certainly there'd be a few popped on the plane. Are you closing down the locker room and taping it all off and dragging in carts of champagne to uh, to toast and spray each other with? It's crazy. No. And is it just a Jays thing or do all major it's league baseball? It's a baseball thing. Yeah. And it's only baseball. You know, like in Formula One, they just pop champagne and spray it when you win. Mm. You don't do it when you qualify. <laughs> like, you know, pole position doesn't get champagne right. you know, sprayed all over. It's after the race. Maybe they should start with, like, Prosecco. <laughs> Prosecco now, or Baby Duck. Yeah, you know what? They'd be better off with sparkling grape juice yeah. at this point. Yeah, right. Or, they, yeah, spark off a couple of bottles of uh, Montelier or some Perrier. Start with bubbly. Yeah. <laughs> a nice flavored water. Not the other bubbly. Yeah. What, what the hell are you doing? And I thought the last time they did this, too, you look so hungover in game one because of that celebration. Act, the, the phrase is act like you've been there before. Mm -hmm. And for some reason, baseball doesn't do that. They can't, they can't do that. They mm -hmm. can't just sit back and say, yeah, we've been here, but the job isn't finished.
Yeah, and I you'd think somebody in management, uh, even in the head office of baseball, would say, this looks ridiculous. Right. Yeah, guys, you lost yeah. to get in. You barely got in. <laughs> and, yes, I understand there are nine teams in the American League who didn't get in. Mm. You know, and maybe it's because they play a 1,000 games. <laughs> maybe it's just how many games they play. Yeah. And they finally made it to the end of the regular season. I get it. You made it to the end of the regular season. But it's not like you've got two weeks off before the playoffs start. You have 48 hours. And they're the guy playing to, today. Going to Minnesota, right? Yeah. No, I'd want to be drunk, too, if I knew I had to go to Minnesota. <laughs> Who, uh, does? If anybody knows, if you're a baseball aficionado, let us know why all teams in Major League Baseball do this. I'd be, I'd be interested in knowing. And here's, here's an idea. Instead, why don't you just, you know, grab a couple of beers... Come out onto the field mm. and cheers to the crowd who stuck by you for 160 games right. or 108, whatever the hell it is that you're playing now, and and say thank you and maybe wake the crowd up because they had to watch you lose yet another game <laughs> in the final stretch. Say thank you for sticking by us and leave it at that. I remember a story a friend of mine told years ago. This is when the Jays, uh, probably around the time they won the World Series the first time. And somebody they knew uh, was like a bat boy or something and was in the clubhouse and a part of things on a regular basis. And I guess they were having some sort of celebration. And one of the players uh, decided he was going to pick up a dinner for the entire team. And he decided they were all going to get Swiss chalet or something. And so he says to this bat boy, can you go get like enough Swiss chalet for, you know, however many people were in the dressing room? And he whips out just a, a wad of bills and hands the kid like $5,000. No concept or clue no. of, of what uh, a dinner at Swiss chalet would cost. But even there, there you go. Have a nice chicken dinner. It's enough. It's crazy. While I was away, Lucky went to visit our family doctor, Dr. Downer. Yes, right. And uh, how did that chat go? Uh, pretty much as you predicted, no. really. Because you had told me going in that uh, as I approach my 50s, mm-hmm. I'm going to start getting warnings That's right. from the doctor. Not necessarily action in terms of you know jumping onto medication to lower right. any type of uh, vices that i may have mm-hmm. but just uh, stiff warnings yeah. it's kind of ended up being i i really thought weight was going to be a warning from him because right. uh, i kind of let it go this summer <laughs> um and uh and uh and although it was up he was like no that's not that's not an issue he said um, the cholesterol was the only thing he noticed mm-hmm. uh, that that it jumped uh he said it was way up I went, whoa, way up. He's like, well, you're in, uh, you're in like mid to moderate. Uh, okay. you're not, not high. Right. But he said you were extremely low before. So now it's, uh, it's, it's jumped into the, uh, the mid. Yeah. I'm like, okay, well, that I can live with. What's, what's the cure, doc? And to which he said, uh, you know, eat better, exercise. Yeah. Less red meat. <laughs> My vices, really. I'll just introduce you to the pills. I've, I've got a lot of them at home. We'll start you off with that 20 milligrams and we'll see where no, it goes from there. I don't think I need to go on that. I think uh, when I go see them in the next, uh, what, six, eight months, a mm. year or whatever, maybe I'll just cram a couple the week before I do my blood work. <laughs> I'll, I'll sell you a couple. Yeah. Yeah, no, it is uh, just the way of the world. And, uh, yeah, you'll get the warnings for a bit. And then the next time it'll be like... 
it's not really improving. So mm. I'm going to try this. And uh, yeah, the, and then you get to a point when you go to the doctor, all they say to you is, ah, it's age. Right. What are you going to do? Yeah. Yeah, everything else, blood pressure seemed fine, or at least he didn't react. Mm. He didn't he didn't have to call emergency services while I was in the in the office. <laughs> it all worked out well. I, I remember I got to a point where uh I would take stairs everywhere I would go. And even when I'd go to see him, you could take the stairs up to his office. Yeah. And the one time I did, I I, I got called in like right away, like I barely sat down. <laughs> and right away she's got the blood thing on me and I'm like <laughs> Give me a second. So now I take the elevator. I was worried about that because the elevator was, wasn't was working oh, the no. day I went. I'm like, oh, man, I'm going to be out of breath when I see this guy. I go in on a stretcher. <laughs> I upset anything. Uh, anyhow, people were asked online about weird things the doctors have said to them when they've gone into a visit. And one person said, a doctor randomly asked, are you okay with your face being asymmetrical? <laughs> the person said they'd never noticed and now they can't unsee it. That's true. Yeah. A nurse was putting an IV in and said, don't worry, I used to be a heroin addict, so I'm good at this. <laughs> That's a great line. Great line. <laughs> Middle-aged man had back pain, said to his doctor, uh, well, this is, is this going to like really be a problem as I age? Because I'm you know, middle-aged now, and the back pain is always there. And the doctor says, well, you're tall. So then the guy says, uh, am I going to be like a hunched over 90-year-old? And the doctor laughed and said, you're not going to see 90. <laughs> Positive. <laughs> doctor said, um, a doctor asked a guy if she could show people pictures of his tonsils because they were, quote, the most disgusting tonsils she had ever seen. You never want that. No. Like you never want them describing anything or asking for you know, others to come in right. and check it out because you're a rare case. Never want to hear, ooh. Yeah. Someone thought they had the flu. The doctor walked into the room eating a bowl of cereal and said, do you know what AIDS is? <laughs> it's a virus and there's no cure, but you have a different virus that's much more treatable. Oh, okay. Not great bedside manner. Probably not. Similar story. Someone went in for an STD check. The doctor listed every possible disease before saying, you don't have any of those. Mm. I remember one point, I think it was McMaster University and their and their uh, medical program mm. were looking uh, to take on students into medicine from other areas other than just science, mm. right? Now, I think they had to have some science background. At least I would hope that they did. <laughs> right. But they were also looking for those who focused on other things, whether it be you know music or sports or just to vary up the uh, the medical population a little bit. So it wasn't all, I don't want to say nerds, but wasn't all just science-focused. People with, hmm, personality. Yeah. Of an experiment, sorry, to try and, and like improve bedside manner a little bit. Yeah, I mean, you don't need Robin Williams walking into the operating no. room. You know, but yeah, sometimes I, I find it's the same with lawyers. They, they're smart and they think they're the smartest person in the room. Right. You know, and sometimes, yeah, they're not that personable. I will say Dr. Downer is very good. Yeah, he's a good guy. He's a really good guy. I mean, he has nothing but bad news for me all the time, but <laughs> right. I understand that. I'm my own worst enemy. <laughs> 
Uh, it didn't help me when he was asking about diet is that we were at a function together like a couple of weeks oh, ago right, right. with that like big piece of meat yeah. on there. It was like a beef rib that was incredible. Oh, and, I've and I you devour. sucked it back. You can put your food back fast. Like Christian Pritchard was sitting, sitting next to me and he was like, whoa, like, dude. <laughs> Nobody's taking it right <laughs> Dr. Downer was like, do you like that? I'm like, I inhaled it. <laughs> Uh, a woman didn't recognize her old gynecologist when he walked up to her at a store. So a little too loudly, he said, I gave you a, I'll gave you, give you a hint. Last time I saw you, your ankles were in the air. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> Doctor was telling someone their brain scan came back clean and said, good news. We scanned your brain and confirmed there's nothing in there. Of course. You see, and these, these are the things. Yes. I mean, yeah, it's fine to have a little fun. And I guess you can when it's all good news, mm-hmm. you know. Uh, during a woman's C-section, the doctor leaned in and said, okay, we got past the part I had to watch on YouTube. <laughs> Luckily, she got the joke. There again, there are times, yes. right? Well, that's like the Kramer theory from Seinfeld. I, you know, if you're going to see a proctologist, you want the one who calls himself the ass man. <laughs> the man who coined the phrase, the pen is mightier than the sword, is also credited with coining the pursuit of the almighty dollar. In the opening phrase, it was a dark and the stormy night. Really? Yeah. Made nothing out of any of it. Not a, not a dime. <laughs> the word condolence comes from the Latin word condole, which means to suffer together. Okay, you makes give, sense. You give somebody your condolences. Right. The last Paul is the only person in both the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame and the National Inventors Hall of Fame, thanks to his electric guitar. Uh-huh. He sold a few of those. There was originally a sequel written for Beetlejuice called Beetlejuice Goes Hawaiian, but it fell through. Now, 30 years later, a Beetlejuice 2 is finally happening, minus the Hawaii aspect, and it probably, comes out next September. Probably a good call on that. Yeah. And now Michael Keaton doesn't have to wear any of the makeup. <laughs> He's just that old. <laughs> That's not fair. Mike, I like Michael Keaton very much. I really think... Try to think of a movie that he's been in where he wasn't great. He's just mm. great in everything. Speaking of movies, I saw Top Gun while I was off. Top Gun Maverick. Yeah. Maverick. I wish its plane had a crashed <laughs> early so I could get my two hours back. What a waste. Oh, my. The cheat, the fromage. Right. That, oh, the cheese factor was so high on Bring that. Bring it film. on. Oh, it's just, the, it might, I, I remember, like, for almost out of the gate saying to Maria, this might be the worst movie I've ever seen. <laughs> this is so bad. And I said, I can't wait to get back and tell Michael that because I know how much he loves it. Of course. Yeah. Um, the time when the largest percentage of the world is sleeping is 5 p.m. Eastern. Approximately 75% of the people in the world are asleep at that hour. Well, this goes to show it's not all about us. No, we believe it is. Right. Yeah, we think over here in North America, we're the whole deal. But there's a lot of people on the other side and below. Mm. Uh, when EA Games or Electronic Arts went public, they told John Madden he could have as much stock as he wanted for helping them with the Madden game. He asked what they meant by have, and they said, well, he could buy shares at the opening price. He said, no, not a chance. I'm not paying for them. Then later admitted that was the dumbest thing he had ever done in his life. <laughs> Within the first 10 years, the share price shot up almost 900%. Wow. Should have just taken stock options. Yep. Yeah. He's already making good coin as it was, right? He's doing just fine. Yeah. Unlike Indiana Jones, Harrison Ford doesn't have a fear of snakes. Okay. He was a Boy Scout and even worked as a camp counselor where he helped kids get their reptile study merit badge. I'm sure the people who insure him wish, wish he had a fear of heights. <laughs> Stop flying. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, or at least flying his own planes. 
The uh, I think the most in, uh, recent Indiana Jones it bombed, didn't it? Didn't it? Uh, yeah, I haven't heard much about yeah, it. It didn't do well. There's a word for the knot in a noose or a lasso. It's called a Honda. Okay. And I can't do either. I don't know my knots no. at all. I can barely tie a shoelace. I mean, my stomach is in knots. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah, I, I could never own a boat because I'd get up in the morning and look at the dock and the boat would be gone. I could never. <laughs> just float away. Uh, the most common noun in the English language is time. Okay. The runners up are person, year, way, and day. Really? Yeah. Person. Person. Interesting. There were Olympic medals for architecture from 1912 to 1948. Be a fun event. Who won gold? <laughs> Egypt. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but they did nothing after it. It'd be a slow event. But you would watch it because it's a sporting event. That's what I'd call it. <laughs> that would be a tough play-by-play. That'd be very tough. Because there's a lot of fill. Right. Well, that's even like baseball, mm. golf, slower sports. Mm-hmm. Well, yes, it's not as demanding uh, mentally because it's not moving as fast. Man, you got to fill a lot of time. And now he's drawing a line. <laughs> Now he's getting his ruler. Why would he place that brick there? Is he seeing three moves ahead? <laughs> he's brilliant. Right. Potatoes were illegal in France from 1748 to 1772. Illegal? Illegal. The government thought they were poisonous. That's where we got the French fry. And here's something you don't want. You don't want gonorrhea. <laughs> okay. It is the strongest creature alive. It can pull 100,000 times its body weight. Gross. Yeah, no, no. You uh, you want to stay away from the big G. Look what time it is. It's the time for the godfather of the grill to join us. Grace us with his presence. Good morning, Ted. Why are you not there? Good morning, Lucky. There we go. Sorry, Teddy. We only caught part of what you said because I forgot to turn on your button. So let's pretend Uh. and start all over again. (laughs) Hey, look what time it is. It's time for the godfather of the grill to grace us with his presence. Good morning, Ted. Good morning, Craig. Good morning, Lucky. Morning. Craig, you must, you've, you've been off for a week. You can't even figure out how to push a button. No, no. no. Totally confused. You'll have morning. it by, uh, by November. We're hoping. Yeah. I'm, I'm usually barely hanging on by a string, but you know, when you get back from any kind of vacation and you're trying to get back into your normal routine, it's, it's a little bit of a struggle out of the gate, but we'll get there. Yeah, we know. It's a very difficult life when you work four hours a day. <laughs> well, if you add it all up, it's about an hour a day. But let's not <laughs> let's not do that. Um, Teddy, I have to tell you something. I was uh, I decided over the week I was off, I was going to make a big pot of chili. Just love to sit and let it simmer throughout the afternoon. And so that was all great and good. And then I grabbed your jar of the um, tomato-based smoked ghost pepper sauce. Now, this goes back, I guess, a couple of years, and I, I w- was involved in the, the making of this up at uh, El Dorado. And, uh, well, you were involved with drinking beer while standing around the cauldron. <laughs> if I remember correctly, that's right. You and that's lovely, what it truly was. You and the lovely Maria and others were stirring and dumping stuff into the big pot. Was this the uh, was this the the, uh, the maple syrup day where you didn't want to do anything? No, that was another day. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes. Yes. I've been involved in. He never around. wants to do anything. Right. No. No. No, this was, you know, anyhow, my point is, Ted, I put, now you gave, uh, we took a big mason jar home of this, and I used, I'm not even a quarter of it, into this chili. 
and it's unbelievable. That smoke is still there. Perfect. The hint of the ghost pepper. It's a it's a lovely sauce, and and I think would be good in in you know all sorts of soups and stews and and you know pasta sauces. It was it was a it was designed. We made that Craig in the fall of about this time. Uh, in the fall of 2020. Was it really that long ago now? Yeah, it was that long ago. And uh, we had taken this 400-pound uh, cauldron and we filled it up with fire-roasted tomatoes that we had run through our uh, through a machine to, to remove all the seeds and the skin. And we made a tomato sauce. Mm. Lots of uh, little bits of onions and fresh herbs and... <clears throat> But we kicked it up, we kicked it up a big notch with uh, with the fire roasted ghost peppers into that. So that that's an that's an that's an old jar, but uh, you know it was canned properly, so mm-hmm. it lasts. And uh, I'm glad you're using it. Well, it's uh, got a right. kick. Now don't just let it sit in your fridge; it will turn after some time. So right. you got to use that up, eh? Well, certainly. Or we'll put it, it into smaller containers and freeze it. Oh, okay, yeah, mm. well, certainly. Well, I was going to initially make the chili out of just that sauce, and then Maria reminded me, you know who made this sauce, right? Ted Reader. If if we use just this sauce, your head's going to blow off your neck. <laughs> and she was correct. So it's a great, uh, really is a terrific enhancer, and I'm going to be mixing it into a lot of different foods. Right on, right on. I'm glad you listened to the lovely Maria, because mm-hmm. she's so much smarter than you. Yeah, on a lot of things. Yes, that's very true. Ted, over the years we have talked chili, and I've always been intrigued because your version of chili uh, includes no beans. Yeah, no beans, man. Hmm. Beans and chili are bad. Bad. Very bad. Do not put beans in chili. It's just bad. No one wants beans in their chili. Why? Because it should be meat. Okay. Right? It's all about the meat. The the beans were put in because, one, it it, uh, reduces the cost when you make a chili out of all of just meat. Hmm. And... I find that the beans overpower the flavor of the meat. So you you bite in, especially a red kidney bean. You bite into that, and it's like, oh, that's all I taste. Hmm. I don't want beans. I want meat. Meat and spices and flavor and just a good punch in the throat. Now, do you go with just a a ground beef, or are you one that would like to use, say, a ground pork? Or have you done a chili with ground turkey or chicken? Yeah. I've, I've done I've done different protein based, mm. but when I make a when I, when I make a beef chili, I like a little bit of ground beef in there, but I also like some diced beef in there. Okay. And at the joint, when we make our chili, and uh, we add shredded brisket into oh. the chili at mm. the end, so you get ground meat, you get chunks of beef, and then you get you get the shredded smoked brisket in there, and lots of lots of little flavors. I put some onions, I put some garlic, lots of chili. Of course, you know I love my chilies mm-hmm. and uh, and tomato uh, and some poblano chilies as well and jalapenos I like in there too. And are you Roasted. going? Are you going with any veggies? Are you putting any like uh, like green or red peppers? Uh, onion, of course, I guess in the base with the olive oil or whatever. But are you using anything outside of tomatoes? Uh, tomatoes, onions, and I use poblano peppers. Okay. Fire roasted poblano peppers are, are nice in the mixture, but that's really it. It's mostly it's a it's a meat beef base, and then I put some beef stock in there to give it some some depth, and uh, and play with it. It's a pretty tasty chili. Mm-hmm. In fact, I think in the next few weeks we're going to have to make a batch up at the joint. Beauty. Well, I'll tell you what you got to put in it too. Your tomato base ghost pepper sauce. 
That'll... I'm all sold out of that. <laughs> we have not a jar of that, that left. Well, but we have it was, to. Uh, it's pretty tasty. We have to gather once again so I can stand around, drink your beer, and watch you make it again. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when you gather and watch me work. <laughs> All right, Teddy, if people want to talk about sauces or chilies or anything on the grill, how do they get old of you, Paul? Uh, you're going to find me at Ted Grills in the social media world. Rock Mornings with, with Craig Venn and Lucky. Lucky. 94.9 The Rock.